One of the most famous documents written in opposition to the development of the Novus Ordo Missae, the New Mass, was the Ottaviani Intervention. It was written in the late 1960s by Cardinal Ottaviani, Archbishop Marcel Lefebvre, and a few others to Paul VI when, in an attempt to, well, get him to make the, the Novus Ordo Missae actually Catholic. As the reports are, the initial versions of the Novus Ordo were so completely divorced from anything recognizably Catholic that a group of bishops threatened to have Paul VI declared a formal heretic if he promulgated the Mass. The Ottaviani intervention is an eye-opening document, to say the least, and I have a full recording of it on this channel. If you just go through my archives, you should be able to find it. Today, I have something for you that is Cardinal Burke writing a new introduction to a new published version of the Ottaviani Intervention. And I have for you the text of his introduction to that work. It should give you some interesting insight from Cardinal Burke's perspective on the liturgical chaos we've had over the last four decades, five decades, since the promulgation of the Novus Ordo Missae and the sort of the downward spiral the church has experienced since then. Cardinal Burke. Twenty years after the last edition you published, I would like to thank you for your project of republishing the brief critical examination of the New Order Missae published in 1969 by Cardinals Alfredo Ottaviani and Antonio Bacci. In his letter of encouragement dated November 27, 2004, Cardinal Alphonse Maria Stickler wrote that, quote, The analysis of these two cardinals has lost none of its value, nor, unfortunately, its topicality. Two decades later, this observation remains true. For example, recent public statements by the Prefect of the Dicastery for Divine Worship and the Discipline of the Sacraments confirm the persistence of an ideology which, through the reform of the Sacred Liturgy after the Second Vatican Council, sought to manipulate and betray the Church's constant and irreformable teaching on the sacraments of the Eucharist and Holy Orders. The value of the analysis contained in the brief critical examination lay, in the author's own words, in the brief synthesis of the, quote, most serious deviations from the theology of the Mass that could result from an anthropocentric, meaning human-centered, approach to the sacred liturgy, which is by nature Christocentric, or God-centered. This filial intervention to the Supreme Pontiff Paul VI, which had a great impact at the time, could have remained a dead letter, or been quickly forgotten if the theological errors it sought to discourage had not sadly arisen, and even been maintained to this very day, more than 50 years later. On the contrary, such errors are at times openly assumed, asserting theological change at the same time as liturgical change. It has to be said that we are a long way from the general intention expressed at the Second Vatican Council by Sacrosanctum Concilium in its first number. Quote, to adapt better to the needs of our time those institutions which are subject to change, to favor all that can contribute to the union of all who believe in Christ, and to strengthen all that contributes to calling all men into the bosom of the Church. It is clear that many still find in the Usus Antiquor a living source through which they can unite with Christ, strengthen their faith, and reinforce their belonging to the Church. There is therefore no reason to discourage them. On the other hand, in practice, there is a great deal of presumption in relation to the sacred liturgy, to the point of interfering precisely with those institutions that are not subject to change but to belong to divine right. In the first chapter of the Spirit of the Liturgy, the future Benedict XVI wrote, Quote, Man himself cannot simply make worship. Moses says to Pharaoh, We do not know 
with what we must serve the Lord. These words display a fundamental law of all liturgy. When God does not reveal himself, man can reach out toward God in his thinking and try to fell his way toward him. But real liturgy implies that God responds and reveals how we can worship him. In any form, liturgy implies some kind of institution. Please then receive my encouragement for this publication. My dearest wish is that it may contribute in a society that is losing one after another all its stable reference points to recalling, explaining, and making known the theological, dogmatic, and moral richness of which the usus antiquor of the Roman rite is the full expression. May the risen Lord Jesus bless your work. Receive my paternal blessing and be assured of my devotion in the sacred heart of Jesus, the immaculate heart of Mary, and the most pure heart of Joseph. Signed, Raymond Leo Cardinal Burke. It's, that is dated on the Monday for Easter. He wrote that the day after Easter, Easter Monday. And what you will find in that, what you find here him saying is that essentially that we don't have the right to just invent new liturgies. I mean, that's what he's saying here, that the Mass is an institution and it is handed on by God, essentially, and then handed on from one generation to the next preserved because it is given to us. It's not something we invent for himself. As again, Benedict himself says, man himself cannot simply make worship. We can't. But that is to, not to get controversial here, but that is what happened with the new mass. It was made by a committee headed by a cardinal who was thought to be a uh, stonecutter, made up a, with a committee of a couple of seminarians and a whole lot of Protestant pastors who may themselves also been stonecutters, in fact, likely were. And they made a mass that if you have spoken with any Protestant who has dared to set foot in a Catholic mass, they will note that that mass looks very familiar to them. I have met people who said, who were Presbyterians, who thought it looked like their worship. I've met Lutherans who thought it looked like their worship. Should be something that gives us pause when we hear those things, but unfortunately in our time, it doesn't. Because we now live in a time where that is seen as actually a good thing that it means we're all united under one, which is unfortunately not the case. When he uses the term usus antiquor, by the way, that means that that is the ancient mass, that is the traditional mass, which was not born from the Council of Trent, like many people try to get you to believe, but was actually goes back to St. Damasus and St. Gregory the Great and St. Leo the Great. It goes back to these popes who were essentially the, during the, apostolic fathers period and the desert fathers period, you know, fourth century, fifth century. That's how long the current form of the mass goes and all the way back to the apostles and its most basic elements. And the new mass does not go back to the apostles, no matter what they try to tell you. It was invented by a committee. Some of those prayers written on literal napkins in their first draft in a coffee shop in Rome. This is why I, I take I am very skeptical that it was inspired by the Holy Ghost when really it was probably inspired by a copious caffeine and ideology. But that is Raymond Leo Cardinal Burke on the Ottaviani intervention, which you should be able to find soon. The new the new version is called the Short Critical Study or Brief Critical Examination of the New Order Mass, and you should be able to find it. I mean, you can find the the Altaviani intervention on my channel, and it's a reading easily enough. You can find full text online. It's all over the place on the internet. But you can uh, find this 
probably just by typing in Cardinal Burke and intervention or Cardinal Burke and short critical study into Amazon, and it'll probably come up. And then from there, you can easily buy it from there or from a better Catholic retailer, if you so wish. But I'm curious what you thought of what he had to say. It was a very short reading. I almost didn't bring this to you because of how short it was. But let me know what you thought of this in the comments, please. And like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help, as does sharing this on social media. That helps, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.